everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. That was very professional of us, Glenn. I do appreciate professionalism once in a while. Yeah, every now and then, you know. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Rohit. Glenn Rooks here. And today we are going to talk about, now many of you may be familiar with Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're going to do things a little bit different, where we are talking about the habits of average people today. Oh, boy. So this ought to be fun. Yeah. And what we are hoping for is for you to, as we're listing off these habits and, and kind of thought processes that the average people have, if you agree with any of the things that we're saying, as in like, oh, yeah, I do that. Let that be a warning. <laughs> you are living an average life. Here's your sign. So with that, Glenn, what... Let's let's just dive in. What are your thoughts around this subject? You know, it's really hard to recognize when you're just being an average person. And by average, we mean not successful. Um, someone just taking life as it comes. And there are several warning signs, but most of us don't recognize them. Because it's us. We're the ones responsible for our own lives. And... We know ourselves better than anyone else, so who can say that uh, we're just average? We always feel like we're above average. We look to blame others or to compare ourselves to others and saying, well, I'm better than this person, so I'm above average. That person is average. Yeah. But really, the moment you start blaming someone else, you're average. <laughs> you're, you're. I believe the the term on on social media now is you're a basic bitch. Wow. All right. Yes. <laughs> Don't be a basic bitch. Oh my god. Oh, I'm glad you cracked me up, buddy. I, hey, you know, I'm I'm down. I'm wow. hip. I'm cool. Oh. I have no idea what you just did. Dr. Evil, Austin Powers. Oh. Our listeners will uh, will, will understand that. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm really in the mood for chicken right now. Um, and so that didn't have anything to do with what Glenn said. I'm just, I just really want some fried chicken right now. Um, so first off, it's, it's important to know as, as a base point, what even is average? And I don't think we can leave it up to people because what they're going to do is they're going to design average in a way and define average in a way that excludes them from being average. Exactly. That's it, the one problem. You can't, des- you can't describe average because the moment you try and describe it, you're excluding yourself from it. Yeah. It's an, it's an automatic response. I can tell you the average uh, is 97% of the population. So odds are, if you're listening to this, you are living an average life. 97% of the population who retires either dead or dead broke. They, 
don't have much money saved up, maybe five to ten thousand dollars in a bank account. Um, their debt is way higher than their income. Um, I think in the previous episode, you referred to debt to income ratio. Right. And they don't have a vast amount of assets, but they have tons of liabilities. Right. So something else we talked about, you know, a a library versus a TV. They, um, sorry, Glenn, got to call you out on this one. Um, and, and this is not my definition. This is just what all the personal development people I listen to say. I bought a new car. They bought they buy new cars, and uh, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So, um, although in my defense, it hasn't been frequent. I've known you to have three cars in the ten, four cars in the ten years I've. You're known not you. a good marker from that because you've had a car for how long now? So. Have you bought a car? I've never bought a car. So you're not a good judge on this. But do you think the average person buys a new car every two years? I don't. Two to three years. I would say the average person might, yeah. Wow. I've seen, just looking at, at let's take a look at my, I can use my parents as an example. Uh-huh. Um, they get their, their mileage up to a certain point and they go, we need to trade this in before any major thing goes wrong with it. That's so fascinating. I don't know they anyone. End up, they end up with negative equity on every single trade-in because of it. I don't know anyone who has bought as many cars as you have in the time that over a 10-year span. Although I have kept, I did keep that last one almost six, seven years, seven years, seven wow. years. And so um, wow. they, uh, average people will spend more time in front of the TV. Uh, the U.S. average is five hours a day. Mm-hmm. The global average is three. Uh, the lowest country is Japan at two. So if you are watching... Yeah, they're always working. Trust um, me. <laughs> so if you're watching, you know, an excessive amount of TV <clears throat> entertainment, um, and I say entertainment, not just TV. So if you're on your phone playing games and whatnot, that's that's a form of entertainment. That's a form of escapism. Uh, the average people don't invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't, they, they tend to justify where they are, um, in negative situations. So for example, we both know people who are at your place of employment, um, that will (laughs) talk about how much they hate their job, but then they justify it by saying, but you know what? I like my coworkers. That is what an, an average person would, would say. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just some of what is a general consensus of what the average person does and, and thinks about. They don't tend to reflect on themselves. They just let mm-hmm. life, like you said, life happens to them instead of them doing life. So with that, um, what are what are some other things that you've seen that, that average people tend to do? That, that maybe are some habits that, that you used to do that you don't do anymore. Again, it's comparing yourself to others. That's the main thing. You're going, you know what? Just like you watch Jerry Springer to say, oh, I'm not that bad. Mm-hmm. That's literally what you're doing to everyone else. You're looking at their Facebook feed, their, their social media going, oh, I'm not going through what they're going through. So, you know what? I'm, I'm better off. Or my, my life isn't anywhere near as bad as that person. So, I'm pretty pretty damn good 
Mm-hmm. But you're not supposed to compare yourself to others. Um, from a religious side, again, you're not supposed to cover your neighbor. Um, you're supposed to work on yourself, focus on your own life. And um, that's that's one of the key tenets in, in many religions. Look at yourself, not everyone else. May I inter- interrupt you real quick? Sure. Uh, can you, uh, I'm not familiar with the word tenant in terms of like how you're using it. Right. Uh, tenant. Tenant? tenant? Yeah. As in um, key belief, key key focused. Okay, got it. Yeah. So uh, you, you don't want to focus on everyone else and what they're doing. You want to focus on yourself, improving yourself to live the right life. Got it. Okay. Um, so it, it's, it's interesting because as I'm putting together the, the 30 day life reset, there's, there's a lot of stuff that the first portion is all about helping people recognize that they are not where they want to be and mm-hmm. that they need to take responsibility for it. And one of the first things that I say That's is key right there, <laughs> taking responsibility. One of the first things I say is you need to give up two things and that is complaining and blaming. Mm-hmm. Once you give up those two things, people think, if I don't have anyone to blame, then that's only going to be hurting myself. If I can't complain, then that's only going to be hurting myself. But Glenn, you and I have talked about there's a freedom. Once you accept these things, once you stop complaining and blaming, and instead of looking external, Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. The economy has nothing to do with your well-being. The health care... Well, healthcare is different, but but the economy doesn't have anything to do with you. The the politics don't have anything to do with you. People use these as crutches to blame. You know, I would be more successful if the economy was better, or the economy's down. That's Trump, why I'm orange man bad. Oh my god! And the thing is, did you know during the during states of depression, um, such as like the '80s and, and the big bubble burst of of '08 and that's when more millionaires are formed than any other time period. Yeah, because they have to look at new ways to make money. Yeah. They want to make money, so they look for new avenues to bring in that revenue. The opportunity is there. Everyone needs something. So it's just finding a way to get them what they need. Yeah. And getting them to pay for it. That's a smart man. That's the above average man. The one that takes those lemons that life throws at everyone else and turns it into lemonade so they can drink. Glenn, what are, what are some changes that you have made that you would say the past Glenn would not have made? And how that would have... So let me, let me rephrase. In, in, in the seminar environment, we talk about one of the things I talk about is how every single moment can become a key defining moment for you. Mm-hmm. A moment for you to realize like you're either going to make simple disciplines and take you to a desired reality that you want to create versus doing simple errors in judgment that are going to continue down the path of a future that mm-hmm. you say you don't want. So looking back now, what are some of the changes that you have made that maybe past Glenn would not have made? And have you seen successes because of it? Mm, And and just a very small thing, very simple thing, eating a salad in the morning. Mm -hmm. I hate salads. You know this. 
I'm a meat and potatoes guy. But I've noticed, you know, I'd go through, let's say, McDonald's in the morning for breakfast, and I'd always feel like shit afterwards. Changed it up. I'm looking to eat more healthy. Um, I've actually gone several weeks now without a soda, which is kind of clearing my head of all that toxicity. And I also Um, noticed you didn't bring a plastic bag with you today to the studio. I didn't, no. That's usually, you know, three, four monster drinks. Yes, and even those monster drinks are are better for me than a soda. Um, anyway, um, I would take just that, that meal in the beginning of the day, start my day off right with something healthy. And I've noticed, um, one, my head's clearer. <laughs> my stomach is definitely happier because it's not gurgling at me or wanting me to rush off to the restroom to purge all that mess. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, listeners. Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the problem with fast food. It's not meant to be digested. It's meant to make you feel good as you're eating it, but feel terrible afterwards. Um, just something simple like that. My, my whole day is changed at work just from a simple change in what I eat in the morning. Yeah. Um, from my outlook, because I, my head's clear, I'm able to think easier, I'm able to be more productive. Um, I don't have those gut cramps, so I'm not bitching and moaning in my seat going, oh, this stupid food. No, instead I'm just going, okay, what can I work on next? Um, and cutting out sodas, you know. God, I actually get a full night's sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping me up at nights and I'd wake up with dry mouth and I'd grab another soda and it would keep me up longer. I can't do that anymore. I've given up sodas now. It's been, like I said, it's been several weeks, maybe about three. Wow. Yeah. So I've just noticed a more positive uh, response physiologically to my day from a simple change in what I eat in the morning. And what I drink during the day. What, what about what about something that you cannot visually see? You know, what what's what's maybe like a tweak that you've done or or something in 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 the past year, year and a half that has really made, you know, even though it was a small tweak, has, has really led to some huge gains. Small tweak, I would say, changing my vo- vocabulary at work. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, and we've spoken about it several times. The way I would answer people when they say, "How you doing, Glenn?" or "What's going on, Glenn?" and I, I would answer with something that was more negative. And, well, not bad, but it's still early. That's it, it, just a simple thing like that would put my day in a negative spin. Mm-hmm. And at first, I never really realized it, and I was just. You know what? I'm going to change my vocabulary so Rohit will stop pestering me about it. <laughs> but I did notice, looking back, just going, you know what? I don't feel like this throughout the day now. I don't feel negative towards uh, my job. I don't feel negative towards the people around me. Instead, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm in a more positive state. Mm-hmm. I have my problems and my relapses every once in a while or when I'm just trying to bug you. But um, just small little tweaks that, that change your life drastically. I, I can't even tell you how big of a difference it really has been at work. 
not using negative language in in my responses to people. And the wonderful thing about that is you were never serious. No. So when someone said, Glenn, how's your day so far? Uh, you know, it it's it's been pretty horrible, but, you know, it, or no, it's been really good, but it's still early. You know, you meant that as a joke. Right. But but the one thing that, that I really want to instill is your subconscious doesn't realize it's a joke. And so you were, oh, yep, here's that negative point. Okay, it's all downhill from now. It Where, doesn't only affect me, though. It also affects everyone else around you because now they're going, you know what? Glenn's got a negative response to everything. He's got a negative attitude. Or he's got, you know, a sarcastic reply for everything. So, you know what? He's a negative guy. How do you want to be seen? As negative or positive guy? I'm definitely more positive now. <laughs> do I care what other people see me as? No, I care that I'm actually being a better person. So some of the some of the notes that, that I wrote down is I think the average people, average person also blames external things mm-hmm. and blames circumstance. You know, like I talked to, uh, earlier about you know politics and stuff like that. I stopped watching the news. Jeez, I don't know how long ago. Years and years ago. I don't know anything that's going on. Um, my girlfriend is really into politics and stuff like that and the news and. Now here here's a real. Quick side question: Do you think she and I would get along in our discussions? Uh, uh, well, would you be look at the time? Be honest now. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I mean, you, you guys have met before, and yeah, but, just but we once, never. Yeah, I, I make it a rule of never discussing politics with. That would be good for both of you because both of you it really get heated. So, um, but but you know she'll she'll talk to me about stuff like you know just average stuff she's like mm-hmm. oh yeah and then you know uh reflecting on this or whatever and i'm like what are you talking about she's like do you not know and i'm like no what she's like oh for example like all these like trump things that are happening you know like Mueller reports or something like that like i had no clue mm-hmm. and she's like oh you know i i was reviewing the report with my mom or whatever and we were kind of talking about that I was like, what report? You know, she's like, oh, the presidential investigations. Like, what investigations? You know, like, I don't know anything. So if it weren't for her, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But but it's interesting because at the same time, people are like, oh, well, you, you need to be informed. Why? I haven't been informed in 10 plus years. And everyone says that I'm one of the happiest, most positive people that they know. There's got to be some correlation to that. The, the the news is, is so negative because that's what sells. Yep, definitely. Because it's all fear-driven. And just to prove our point, audience, we take a look at the number of listeners for, for our episodes. When we have a happy, positive title, such as, uh, you know, how to, how to be positive, no one listens to that. But if we have a negative, attitude, a negative one, like... Uh, you know, how... Habits of an average person. Yeah, and, and how <laughs> not having a five-year goal is killing you. Mm-hmm. That draws people because now they're they're interested. They, they find their own sense of security being attacked. And that's what news does. It's, yep. it's going to impact your, your sense of it's security. It's fear-mongering. And so I, I avoid all that, but, but I think that the average person is going to complain, they're going to blame, and they're going to blame specifically external things. 
It's much easier when it's not your own fault. It's not my fault, Glenn. You just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Hear all the things that are stopping me from doing what I want to do, Glenn. You just don't understand. Yep. Ooh, that's tough. And there, there's something else that, that I want to talk about. And, and that's age. Now, people will ask me how old I am. And for the most part, I try not to answer them. You know, I'll say, oh, I, I don't know. I stopped keeping track years ago or, or whatever, you know, things like that. And, and people say, oh, when you get old enough, you stop remembering. That is not why I don't, you know, say my age. I strongly 100% believe that age is a self-limiting belief. If I say I'm, so for my age right now, you know, um, what are the things I should do? I should be married. I should have some kids. I should have a house. Like, I should have a, a good job. Well, you have the house. You got the good job, right? You know, but but there's all these other things that I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling the pressure now. Like, I, I better rush into these mm-hmm. decisions or something like that. Or, you know, oh, it, I'm this age. I need to start acting a certain way. Or I need to stop behaving a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that always cracks me up is, you know, I, I have I host lots of parties. And I'm always like, who wants a shot? Like, let's take shots, you know. Mm-hmm. And you've got people there who are younger than me who are like, oh, you know, we don't do shots anymore. Like, you know, we're not young anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, that is such a negative self-learning belief. To think that because you're you're a certain you know, age, you can't do something. Yeah. Now there are certain things you shouldn't do, but that doesn't mean you can't have a shot. Yeah. And so, you know, it's 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 interesting what what the average person thinks. <clears throat> and one of the one of the quotes that I say on on this podcast all the time, and it's one of Kyle's favorites, which Kyle was a no show to today's recording. We haven't heard from him. Who knows where he is? Hopefully he's okay. Well, I'll check on him afterwards. Um, but that's... Uh, we base ourselves... Ba- we judge ourselves based off our intentions. We judge others based off their results. Mm-hmm. And so going back to the, oh, Glenn, you don't understand. Here are all the things that prevented me from doing it. Versus... Good intentions versus... Good results, yeah. Did you do it or did you not? So it's it's interesting what the habits of the average person is, you know, and, and what we really want the audience to know is look, these are all things that, that we do, but it's not until you decide not to do it anymore mm-hmm. that you really see how valuable it is. And that comes with practice. And everyone does it. Even the best person out there can slip right back into it real easy. It's just catching yourself and realizing, you know what, I need to stop blaming. Unless I'm going to blame myself. <laughs> it's my decision that put me here. And that's why personal development is so hard. Anytime you're looking for someone to blame, look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. 100% of your blame is right there. Yep. Outside of external issues, right, where... You know, you can't control when a criminal comes up and shoots you or stabs you. I mean, you don't really control that, but 
things that you can actually control in life, like where you work, your relationships, and how they're working out for you, um, your financial status. Literally, these are things you can control. You can affect those. That's, uh, you got no one to blame for those but yourself. What is, I'm going to say a phrase, and I want to get your reaction off that phrase. Hit me. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Ignorance is stupidity, in my opinion. Um, it's a, it's a I, I guess in a way it's a chosen stupidity. You, know, you, you can cure stupid, but you can't cure ignorance. <laughs> because you're choosing not to know, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. Oh, oh, Glenn, I want you to expand on that, buddy. Choosing not, not to, to know. know. Choosing. Literally, everything you do, especially when it comes to knowledge, it's a choice. I have the choice to learn more about um, the other side of the aisle in politics. You know me, I'm a, I'm a very big political uh, commentator on my Facebook page. <laughs> I, I like discussing and, and debating politics. But if I were just to argue one side, or just from the point of view of one side without even considering the other side, it's ignorance. I've chosen stupidity. I've chosen to stand on um, a moral high ground with no actual ground under my feet. (laughs) I don't even have a view of my enemy. And even then, they're not really enemies. I think we can pretty much agree no one in this world wants the worst for everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. There are some people with mental issues out there that probably do, but by and large, as whole, we want the best for each other. Daenerys Targaryen. (sighs) Too (laughs) soon, too soon. Oh, well. Um, But choosing not to know... That's setting yourself up to fail. Um, especially if it's something that's going to affect your life. So somebody comes up to you, says, Wow, Glenn, you're a part of this GYST podcast. I've always wanted to do a podcast. You you know, I wish I could be like you and, and know how to do podcasts. Why haven't you? That's my one question when they go, Well, I don't know how. I said, yeah. Did you ever look? It's not as hard as you think. It's really not. And now I think, I'm into professional streaming. I'm not making any money yet, but I'm working on that. And, and I think that's key, too, <laughs> is if you want to learn more Do it. more so than ever in the history of the world, the information is available. It, go into YouTube, type in, how do I do a podcast? Mm-hmm. You have videos that'll walk you through everything from creating your first topic, recording, to posting, to submitting to iTunes and everything else mm-hmm. in 10 minutes. Like it's <clears throat> from from what you thought when when you first knew that I was doing this podcast to what you know now behind the scenes stuff. I, I'm sure it's a night and day difference. You probably overcomplicated it, it before you knew. But now that you know... You're like, wow, this is a lot easier than I thought. Definitely. Why do you think people complicate things that they don't know about? 
Is it because they... That way they have a ready excuse not to even do it. That's what I was hoping you would answer. Do you mind uh, saying that again? That way they have a ready excuse why they don't have to do it. Why they can't do it. I'm not going to succeed, so, you know, I'm not going to try. But that looks cool. Yeah. How do you know you're not going to succeed? The only way you're going to know you're not going to succeed is to try. And then try again. And then try again. You just keep trying. Different ways, hopefully, you're not bashing your head against the same wall, but try. Yeah. You'll never know if you'll succeed unless you try. It's that old lottery thing, you know, you can't win if you don't play. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. I don't suggest playing the lottery. It's completely against <laughs> statistical and, and logical sense to play that and actually expect to win. But, again, in life, life is lottery in a way. If you don't play, you don't win. Mm. You don't try, you don't succeed. Well, Glenn, how would you like to summarize this episode for us? You know, average people, they do so many things that are just average. Basic bitches, as I called them (laughs) earlier. Um, They complain and blame. Don't be a complainer. Don't be a blamer. If you're complaining about something, you're not actually going to improve it. And if you're taking steps to fix what you're complaining about, you don't need to complain. If you don't like it, change it. And if something's wrong with your life, don't point your finger at someone else. Look at where you put yourself. It's your decisions to, that got you in your financial status, your decisions that got you in your relationship status, your decision that, that has put you in, in your, your career. I mean, your, your decisions have put you where you are. Don't blame anyone else. I could sit here and blame my parents for my decisions, but it's not going to change the fact that I'm in this situation. I may have learned some of the things from them, but I decided to move on those uh, teachings. So, if you want to be better than an average person, if you want to be a better person yourself, don't complain. Don't blame. Take actions. I like that. Well, thank you, Glenn, for that recap. And uh, I think that's it for this week, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on the GYC podcast. Uh, I am now going to get some fried chicken. Because I'm really craving fried chicken. I'm not, because fried chicken this late is not good for me. (laughs) Or a hot dog. I've got a weird craving for mustard, too. Is there anything that combines mustard and chicken? There are some chicken wings that do that, but I don't think mustard goes well with chicken wings. Yeah, I guess you're right there. Hmm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of the GYST Podcast, where we help you get your shit together. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST Podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 